The following conversation with Alan Rousseau of Pine Mountain Ranch originally aired on September 2nd, 2019 on the Friday edition of The Point on KBOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. In my conversation with Alan, he discusses the value of raising, selling, and eating organic grass-fed buffalo and yak. He also shares a recipe for a sausage-stuffed vegetable. The Point is a half-hour locally produced news feature and digest show focusing on people and activities in Central Oregon. Catherine's Kitchen airs on the first Friday of each month, offering conversations and recipes from Central Oregonians and others with a keen interest in food. Welcome to Catherine's Kitchen, where something is always cooking. I'm Catherine, and I'm in the kitchen again today with Alan Rousseau of Pine Mountain Ranch. Welcome back to Catherine's Kitchen, Alan. Thank you. Last time you were on Catherine's Kitchen, you introduced listeners to Pine Mountain Ranch, and you ended our segment with a recipe for for steak for bison yes steak? it was bison steaks with a marinade yes it's nice of you to return to the kitchen and today why don't we start by talking about the nutritional value of the meats you raise and then you can share a few more recipes Absolutely. Again, we're talking about the soil, then the grass, then the animal that eats the grass and then what your final product is. Why does the meat taste so sweet? It's the quality of the grass. And if that grass is sweet, as a kid, I remember growing up when my grandfather would produce hay and he would always go over and grab a piece of hay and he would chew on it. And to him, if it was sweet and then there's a certain hour of the day when you harvest that grass or actually cut it so it is at the sweetest point. So there's all this grassification, education of grass that brings us back to the sweetness of the meat that you're now going to consume, that that animal has consumed. So from microorganisms to organic grass to an organic fed animal, the meat from that animal that now you're consuming. People have come to us and they've had other buffalo meat. Bison and buffalo, by the way, that's the same animal. People are, think it's two different animals. It's the same. Europeans came over. They called them buffalo. It was closest to what they thought a buffalo looked like. Of course, over there, it was water buffalo. Here, it's American bison. And it became buffalo because of Buffalo Bill Cody made it popular. And it is stuck. People come to me and they bring meat. They buy it from other sources. And they say to me, this meat doesn't smell right. Why doesn't it smell right? First of all, that animal is put into a feedlot. 99% of the buffalo meat we understand that's produced. I've read this through National Bison Association magazine. It's not my statistic, but I think it's like that. I could be off for sure over 90. It is grass-fed, and then it's bought by possibly a feedlot, and it's fed grain. And it could be fed grain 60 to 90 days. We know in a feedlot, by feeding it grain, you're ruining the the ruminant of that animal's digestive system. And the flavor of what they're eating is passed on through their meat. So that flavor is what it is. I, I always compare it when I, when I talk to a, a, a customer at the farmer's market. Look, I just bought a tomato at the store, and my God, it tastes like cardboard. There's no flavor. Well, it was gassed. It was this. It was you know, transported 1,500 miles. It was stored in a warehouse. And it's still hard. I can slice it. Okay, I just went to the farmer's market. My God, this tomato is phenomenal. It's bursting with sweetness. It was just picked fresh last night or this morning before the market, and it's a whole different experience. So I kind of compare buffalo, that buffalo grass-fed, good grass-fed organic buffalo will have this sweetness to it. 
and people say it compared to beef. Well, to me, beef is somewhat bland compared to nice, organic, grass-fed buffalo. We are fortunate enough to have our uh, irrigation system and, and have irrigation, so we have grass greener longer, and that adds to it. More importantly is what goes into the soil adds to the flavor of that meat. So not all grass-fed meat is the same or even close. You've got to try different ranches, different farms, their meats, and compare it. Now, we have people that we call analytical that are at, at the farmer's market, and they come around, and they go, God, I've tried every person's meat in this market, and yours is the best. Why? And I've started to wonder, why? They're asking me this question. I don't even know. So what do I got to do? I got to figure out what the other farms are doing. And I looked at all the farms, and I questioned each one of them. And better yet, I questioned the customers, because they had way more information than what the farm was actually giving me and the locations of where those farms were. Now, you can see in the valley, if you go to the markets, there's farms, there's guys that specialize in artichokes. The climate's perfect over there for artichokes. He grows the best artichokes. He's got the best climate, and maybe he's got the best soil. I did the same thing with the grass. Okay, what is everybody doing? And I heard about it originally because we did steers also. We did black Angus steers, and they had black Angus, and we had black Angus. Well, why does yours taste so much better? It's, it's the grass. It's the microorganisms in the soil. It's everything that we gave that animal down to the minerals. It could even be the water. My well's 750 feet deep, and I've been told my water is 2,000 years old. Well, we're drinking old water. No, you're not. You're drinking water that's unpolluted because the aquifer is there. We know, and I had a friend tell me this, that, okay, you're at elevation at 3,500 feet or 3,300 feet. Your well's down 750 feet. According to the books he read, that water's unpolluted. They age water around the world from radiation in the water and other different techniques to age water. So what is going into that animal is what you're consuming. Again, someone brought me this meat from the market. It was buffalo. And it said on it, when I say market, supermarket, store, wherever they bought it, and it said on the package, all natural. Well, grain is considered all natural. It didn't say grass-fed only. Now there's a new grass-fed certification. We keep coming up with these certifications that protect us as a consumer. A meatification? A meat education? <laughs> I don't know. I could come up with word after word after word, but I still bring it back to education, education, read, read, read. Know your farmer. Know your rancher. Back to the recipes. Okay. Simple, easy. We make a sweet Italian sausage with organic ingredients. And we've actually switched on a lot of our different sausages to Himalayan salt instead of regular salt or sea salt. And the reason for that, it's higher in mineral content, more nutritious, and it's not quite as much of a bite as what we consider regular salt, regular table salt. Himalayan salt, a little bit milder. We have those, and you can mix them with a tomato sauce, do a stuffed baked zucchini. So pre-cook the meat, the sausage, a little bit. It's a ground sausage. Add your tomato sauce. Make your own organic tomato sauce with fresh tomatoes. Whatever you want to do on that, you can add your own twist to it. And then bake it inside of some kind of vegetable. It could be a, a massive beefsteak tomato. And you could take the inner part and put that in your tomato sauce. It could be a zucchini. What fruits can you, not fruits, vegetables. By the way, a, a tomato is a fruit. Anything that has seed inside is a fruit. So I stand and correct myself. So put it inside of a fruit, a zucchini, a tomato, a pumpkin, a squash. Those are all fruits because the seed is on the inside. And then combine that with other fresh ingredients, what things are in season, 
Can I chop up some fresh cilantro, add that to my sausage, add that to my tomato sauce? I think it's more important that we stimulate what resonates with you and the things that you love to eat more than just giving you a set recipe. So my idea is to give you ideas to make your own recipes. And if you want a little bit of help, then we can do that too. Thank you. It's time to give people your contact information again. Okay. Pine Mountain Ranch. You can find us on Facebook. Also, pmrbuffalo.com. That's our website. Again, P is in Paul, M is in Mary, R is in Ralph, buffalo.com, all one. You can reach us on the website, or you can contact us by phone. Area code is 541-312-0185. One other thing, we sell all the byproducts of those animals. So all the hides, we salt the hides. People make drums. People make winter rugs. We sell the skulls for ceremony. We sell the kidneys. We sell the hoofs for rattles. We sell every part of the animal, and that's all part of the sustainability of the ranch. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Catherine's Kitchen today, Alan Rousseau of Pine Mountain Ranch. The opinions expressed on Catherine's Kitchen are mine and my guests, not necessarily those of anyone else at or associated with KPOV. Catherine's Kitchen is produced at KPOV High Desert Community Radio Station in Bend, Oregon. Catherine's Kitchen is available in KPOV's archives for one month after it originally airs and as a podcast indefinitely at kpov.org. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Thanks for listening to this KPOV Catherine's Kitchen podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.